Up next, the news you can use from YAA. It's your 30-minute fix for all your car questions, industry news, and tips you can use when buying your next vehicle. We're your hosts, Ray and Zach Shepska, the founders of YAA. We're here every weekday, live at noon Eastern. Check us out at joinyaa.com. Come on! It's noon here in rainy downtown Bethesda, Maryland on Tuesday, January 17th. And this is news that you can use from uh, Car Car Edge. Car Edge. Car Car Edge slash YAA. YAA slash Car. This is news that you can use. That is the news right there, ladies and gentlemen. We are Car Edge. We're changing on Monday, but like you're going to see things change throughout the week. Anyway, thank you, everyone. I'm, for a, I'm in for Taco Tuesday. Taco Tuesday. Okay, here is the yeah. deal. Yeah. I like clapping. I like that. Yeah. Do not buy a car right now. Why, Zach? Yeah. Why? Why, Dad? Why? Because dealers are starting to feel the pain a little bit. We're seeing prices start to come back down. And if we could just do a moratorium on car purchasing for, I don't know, what do you say, 60 days? The prices yeah. of cars would go from being too damn high to being regular again. Perhaps two month moratorium yeah. on car buying. You know, you know who would like to be regular? Me. Absolutely, Dad. <laughs> All right. So we have seen. Yes. For example, today's title is partly inspired by this Wolf Street article. Hangover time for used vehicle dealers for yes. buyers' patience will pay off. We also have Dad over what here. What do you think? What do you think clears Reddit. up? <clears throat> what do you think clears up a a a car dealer hangover? Uh, Nothing clears it up. Better than lower prices. <laughs> I drink liquid IV sometimes. I don't drink alcohol, but liquid IV helps me feel like refueled. And anyway, car maker single signal end of shortages after two years of runaway prices. You don't have to look far, Dad, to yes. see the storylines, which are the industry is changing right now. Yeah. Dealers are going back to having inventory. And because of increasing interest rates, consumer demand has fallen off. If we could just get everyone again for 60 days, this is my thesis, Dad, 60 days, don't buy any cars. Yeah. Dealers would be in a pinch, man. They'd have to be lower in prices, right? One would assume. Now, you've talked to your friends on the inside. What have you heard? You can't name names per se, but what have you heard? Well, I can (laughs) tell you in the DMV, um, if you're looking for perhaps a BMW, uh, don't be afraid to get down to invoice because they're not afraid to sell them at invoice and maybe even a little below if need be. Um, And and, uh, other other, uh, manufacturers in their group, you know, as as the uh, as the head of the organization suggested, the days of being fat and happy are over. The days of not having to work hard to make that big paycheck are are over. It's the car business. We're back in the car business as we know it. Um, we're starting to get cars. Let's sell the cars. Um, you know, somewhere between invoice and MSRP is a great place to make a car deal. And that's the thing. If we've already seen, for example, on BMWs, you yes. talk to your your friend. Who- yes. Here in the DMV, the D, uh, Delaware, Maryland, oh man, the DC, Maryland, and Virginia area, yes. we're seeing BMWs at invoice pricing. We hadn't seen that. Yes. Okay. What are some other examples? Did you talk to them about Teslas? They're used Teslas. What do they you have there? They they have some Teslas in stock. I don't want to say how many. Yep. Um, but they're expecting uh, because of Teslas move on what was it Friday when they lowered the prices? Thursday, it, Friday, th- Saturday, yeah. whenever it was. Yeah. Um, um, that they expect they're they're anticipating that they're going to lose ten thousand dollars per per Tesla, Tesla sold. Um, there's somewhere between a quarter of a million and three hundred thousand dollars in losses that they're staring at. But they realize it's better to take that loss today than a greater loss moving forward. So 
they will do whatever it takes to unload those pre-owned Teslas because, you know, uh, Tesla rocked the marketplace with the with the 20% price reduction on the Model Y, um, and it's, it's going to reshape things. It already is reshaping yes. things. And again, this is why I'm coming in today and I'm saying my thesis, and I know Young is saying you guys expect people to behave for 60 days, then you're delusional. No, I, I don't expect people to behave for 60 minutes. I do think it's a worthy cause, however, the idea that if we continue to stop buying cars yes. while we're already seeing all this downward pressure on price, yes. talk about talk about bubble pop, whatever you want to call it. We're seeing normalization, the way to increase the normalization even more. The speed of that normalization would be to take demand out of the market. Stop buying cars. The, the, the conversation that I had with the, with Chip last night yep. um, was that, you know, his the group that he works for, they get it because they realize there's a shrinking number of customers that are actually in the market who can afford to buy a car with interest rates as high as they are, yep. with payments as high as they are, with average transaction prices as high as they are. Um, so they realize that's a shrinking market. And they realize the way to, to, to maintain their position within that market is to discount their inventory so that they're not giving up sales or sales volume. Yep. They would rather play the sales volume game at lower profit margins than, than lose sales volume at a higher profit margin and have their inventory build even faster because they decided, uh, well, it's more valuable not to sell it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so their 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 mindset is shifting back to the way that that the industry worked for years and years and years. And and you know, Jerry can speak to this. Um, Igor can speak to this. the The mentality forever was just move the metal, just move the metal, get it off the lot. Whatever it is, whatever profit you make is the profit you make, whether it be a $100 profit or whether it be a $1,000 profit. Just move the metal. If there's a profit in it, just take the profit. You can always replace the car. Now, in certain used cars, that's more difficult because there are shortages of certain new cars and shortages of certain new cars. Absolutely. But for the most part, the smart dealers, the ones that are reading the tea leaves, the ones that actually study the data. Look at CarMax, man. Okay. They're, they're saying move the metal. Okay. That car that is on our lot is better being in somebody's driveway. We're better off having it in somebody's driveway than having it on our lot. Who's the big winner right now, Doug? Who's the big winner across the entire auto ecosystem? Who's making more money than ever before in this market? Not me. Floor plan companies. Yes. To, right banks. now, yeah, the banks, the banks that lend to dealers to yes. finance their inventory, they're fat and happy right now. I actually had a um, uh, an email come in, someone who works for a floor works in floor planning for their dealership. We were hit. We were hit hard when there yeah. was inventory shortage. Things are great right now. Well, sure. The winner right now are the banks who find dealer groups that just want to sit on inventory. The loser is going to be the dealership that's holding on to their inventory. We're going to get back to that turn model, and it happened very quickly, very, very quickly. Well, and and the thing that is spurring that change more than anything is 
the rising cost of financing for the consumer. Okay. When, when, what was it? 16% of all customers have a payment in between a thousand and $2,000 a month. When 19% of consumers have, have loans that run 84 months. Okay. That, 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 limits who you can sell cars to that shrinks your available customer base okay and and you when you have a shrinking customer base while your inventory is increasing the switch gets gets hit pretty quickly the the flips get switched the the, 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 the switch, switch gets, gets flipped. flipped pretty quickly you go from okay we're going to overcharge you to well Ooh, time to move the metal. Exactly. And that's it's, what they, and that's what, that's the difference between, say, CarMax and Carvana. Yeah. Okay. CarMax saw the Tesla news that came out, and the car people that run CarMax said, lower the price on every one of our pre owned Teslas instantly. Yep. Okay. They're not going to be worth more tomorrow than they are today. Yep. Lower them instantly. Um, Carvana, I don't know if they've lowered any of their prices yet. Like two days later, they had not. And they're screwed. Okay. And that's the difference between car people and non-car people running automobile dealerships. Um, you know, car people understand it's just metal. It's just a product. It's, you know, it's nothing for the dealer to fall in love with. Okay. It just isn't. It's it's typically easily replaceable, yep. not as easily replaceable today as it had been two years ago or two and a half years ago, but it's still relatively easily replaceable. Um, you can get a clone to the car you just sold like that yep. because they only build the damn thing so many ways. Yep. Uh, <clears throat> so it's just it's just it's just metal. So here's the deal again to tie it back to. The title of today's stream. Yes. Do not buy a car right now. We are starting to see the return to pre-pandemic operations. And if we could just convince folks to wait 60 days. Which we can't. We but, can't. No. But Obviously, we can talk. We, about we can it. talk about it. Yeah. Prices are going to go down even more. And yes. quite frankly, just because interest rates are rising as quickly as they are, the consumer demand will continue to decline over yes. the next 60 days. And we will continue to see downward pressure on new vehicle pricing. Not MSRPs, but new vehicle incentives will increase, driving yes. down average transaction prices, and used vehicle prices will drive down as well. We cannot continue down the path where the average transaction price in December was $49,507. That was the average transaction price. That is not a sustainable path for the industry to continue to go down. Just is not. Okay. Now that's not to say that there aren't cars that sell for a lot less than that. There are. Okay. But there's many more cars that sell for much more than that, which is why $49,507 was the average new car transaction price for mass market brands, not luxury, mass market. So that's, that is not a sustainable path. That is the path that, that says, the number of potential buyers is going to keep contracting. Mm -hmm. It's going to keep getting smaller if that's the path we want to continue to go down. 
Well, you can't have the same number of dealers with more cars in their inventory, all fighting over fewer customers and have it be, I don't know, good for the dealerships. It's great for the customers, yeah. but that is ultimately going to force average transaction prices back to reality. Pops, we got a very thoughtful contribution Thank from you, Mark. Mark. Zach and Ray, I don't even think I'm sorry. We do not feel that way, Mark. <laughs> but I love your videos you're making on how you're making revenue from your YouTube channels. Thank you, Mark. I think some people get a bit sensitive to the idea that we're trying to build a business around this. And I feel this is the Ray and Zach channel, to be very clear. Yes. The fact that we happen to talk about auto stuff on daily news you can use, that's great. I feel very comfortable on the Ray and Zach channel talking about the business that we are trying to build. And hell, there's even videos on here from our earliest podcast where it's advice from my dad. This is our space where we can be a father-son team that has fun on YouTube. Thank you, Mark, for being a part of that. We really appreciate it. Ooh, that could be our new tagline. A father and son team that has fun on YouTube. <laughs> Instead of real people helping real money. <laughs> That's car save, That's car it's real, real people helping real people save real money. See, there's two brands here. Dad. Yes. No, yeah. Yeah, there we there's, go, the ir, there's the irreverent uh, father and his son bilking. I mean, a father and his son having fun on YouTube. Here's the deal, Dad. Yeah. HX, FX, thank you for the contribution. I am $8,000 upside down, not the car I wanted. Should I get a different car now before both prices and my trade in value go down? We have a video dropping tomorrow on the Car Edge channel. You actually illustrate this example. And I think, sadly, mm. you should just drive the thing into the ground that you currently have, right, Pops? <sighs> Yes. <laughs> um, you know, at the, if, here's, here's the key. This, this, this was how I used to counsel customers when I was actually in the dealership. It depends just how badly you hate the car. Do you hate the car to take much more than that $8,000 loss that you're projecting that it is? Because you're not figuring everything into the final cost of what it's going to take to actually get out of that car. Yep. Okay. Because there's, you've paid insurance on that car. You've paid gas. You've paid maintenance. Um, you might have even put money down when you bought the car. It, it, it's, it's much more than $8,000. If you watch tomorrow's video, you will see we, we go through it in, in, in substantial detail as to what you're looking at as far as cost is concerned when you're trying to get out of a vehicle that you owe more on than what it's worth. Yep. Absolutely. Um, and it goes back. There was an old car or, or mechanic commercials years ago. I think it was for Purolate or oil filters many, 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 many years ago, probably 30 years ago. And the tagline of the commercial was you can pay me now or you can pay me later. Um, it's probably going to take you more than the eight grand that you're upside down. So you have to decide how severe your hate for that car is. I, we've got a comment in here, Dad, from Subaru. For me, most of the time, the yeah. cheapest car to own is one you've already got. And that's exactly. It. that's exactly it. Yes. All right, Dad, let's come back here to the chat. We've got from Farzad. Thanks for being here. Thanks for putting these streams together. If interested, I'd love to have you on my channel to discuss the current state of auto market. I cover mostly Tesla, but I'm very interested with what's going on. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Email me, Farzad. Um, Zach at, no, Zach dot shefska at caredge.com oh my god do i have to change my email address now next week don't worry what do you mean next week don't we're doing worry. it next week you can also email zach at join yaa Farzad, that still comes to me we really appreciate so it's going to be ray dot shefska at we're a big boy company now pops we got to have uh we got to have 
uh, first and last name. Learning Fast says, what happened to YAA Electric? We only have 20 employees. <laughs> There'll be uh, Justin. Don't, don't, Justin. don't. Don't hire everybody named Ted. I mean, I know. you know, diversify. There's more than 20 names out there, first names out Justin there. and Justice will likely be back with a weekly show next month. Uh, both of those guys have just been working their butts off in a variety of different areas internally. So that's why we put pause on that show. But they will be back. They're too good not to have them on the show. You we've got here from Brian. Thank you, Brian. You guys see me thousands. So keep up the good work. Brian, I think well, um, we like when we do you put the decimal point in the wrong place. But that's... <laughs> thank you brian we really we really appreciate it. will the youtube channel change the card it already did it already yeah. did yeah it did, already it did, did. did this morning did this morning all right yeah. speaking of which Dad, yes there was some great news yes that was on the homepage of the drive and let's spend a moment looking at this yes this was yesterday this was yesterday yeah Toyota tops list for cheapest cars to maintain over a decade. Okay, I saw that. I thought yeah. that was great. Yeah. Every one of the top six least expensive cars to maintain is a Toyota. Go, Go fig. fig. So I was reading this article, Dan. Go Fig Newton. I was reading this article, Dan. Yeah, it's a good thing you did. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> and now i got to reach out to Aaron. Yeah. Even if we don't like to admit it, sometimes stereotypes are rooted in a... Scintilla. Interesting word of reality. Yeah. That's the case for the old reliable and cheap little bit, a Toyota, little bit of which CarEdge.com reported last week is in fact fairly cheap to fix and maintain. The, the site reported that Toyotas on average have 10-year maintenance costs of $5,996 with six models locking out the top six least expensive cars to maintain. The site reported the Prius, Yaris, Corolla, Prius Prime, Camry, and Avalon were the number one through six least expensive models to maintain over 10 years with the Honda Fit taking number seven. Gang, this is awesome. Yes. And you know what the good news is? So many of the cars it mentioned aren't even available in this country as new cars anymore. The Yaris, the Fit. I mean, you know, come on. We got to update the data over on CarEdge, but it is a perfect reminder yes. that on CarEdge, yes. there are the maintenance most most and least expensive to uh, maintain. And there you go. Toyota is number one on the list yes. of five-year maintenance costs. Mitsubishi behind that. And you can start to see, obviously, those Rams that you're getting those big discounts on. Yes kind of in the opposite direction so it was yes. very kind of the drive we know no one over there they're one of the biggest media companies in automotive it was very kind of them we need to, we need to, i'm gonna reach we, out to them it was yeah, very kind to of them, them to reference that data and pull it out there and it, it, it that is great insight if you're thinking about buying a vehicle well you know when when i was working with your sister and your brother-in-law yeah trying to explain to them these this is the type of data you want to look at to see if it which cars make the most sense not only do you have to like the car but you know don't you want to see what it, what the projected costs are for yep. the car over the lifetime of ownership now you know right now they drive a 2011 subaru outback yep that was purchased in 2010. yep um so you know they're they get a new car every uh, 12 years whether they need one or not apparently um you know which is not which for the industry is is not exciting news because you want your customers to come back more quickly than yep. that um but if if their intention when they buy a car is to keep it for 10 or 12 years then you know total cost of ownership how much uh, expected maintenance is going to run you those are things you want to look at because they help inform the decision that you're going to make 
hundred percent. Yeah. Uh, unequivocally. Yes. We're so excited to do even more with that data. It was just incredible to see that the drive pulled that up there. Pops, let's come back to the chat for a minute. Igor yeah. reminding us that APRs on fuller plans are averaging over 6% right now. That adds up quickly. In a hurry. That adds yeah. up quickly. Yeah, especially if you're sitting on four or five or six million dollars or more of inventory. Yeah. Big interest payments. Tim yeah. says if a dealer sells an invoice price, are they really not making any money? No, they're still making money. There's under the line money. There's holdback. There's floor plan assistance. There's marketing assistance. Um, so there's still money to be made. It's called under the line money. Okay. Um, that, for instance, um, Holdback gets paid quarterly when you sell the cars. Uh, and usually holdback is somewhere between 2 2.5% of the base MSRP of the vehicle. So even if they sell it at invoice, there's 2.5% right there. Um, floor plan assistance uh, is, is to help cover the cost of keeping the car on the lot. Well, if the car doesn't sit on the lot, that floor plan assistance becomes a profit center. Yeah. Uh, marketing assistance. If you're not spending a lot of money on marketing, the marketing assistance from the manufacturer uh, becomes a profit center. So there's there's all kinds of ways dealers still make money when they sell at invoice. And if you ever read an invoice, it'll say right on there. This does this does not necessarily mean that's the final cost to the dealer or the actual cost to the dealer. It's a paper cost to the dealer. Now, now, having said that, whatever it says on the invoice is the amount that gets floor planned with the with the bank. Okay. The the other money comes back later. So let's hit on that, Dad, because we got yeah. a great question here from Serge. Thank you for the contribution. How much does it cost to floor, let's say, a $50,000 car? How do dealers afford to sit on a car for three, six, or even 12 months? Dad, let's, let's pull up the loan calculator. Let's do this together, right? Here we go. Yeah, but it's not it's not based on a uh, on like eighty four months or anything. Like no, that. no, no, no. But yeah. let's 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 take a peek at it. Yeah. If it's we said a fifty thousand dollar vehicle. Yeah. Let's do a one year loan term, six six percent monthly APR payback every month. That's not how it's figured. You're not. You're telling me I don't have seventeen hundred dollars in interest over the term of that if I sat on it for a year. I, it, it's it's probably a couple hundred dollars a month, two, three hundred dollars a month. Yeah. Yeah. And so then yeah. if I look at the. So it's more. If I view the amortization table, right? There's a couple hundred dollars each month, but I'm paying down the loan. I'm paying down the loan. I mean, so this might not be 100% correct, but I yeah. think it directionally starts to answer Serge's question, which is it costs a lot of money oh, to it, sit on yeah, cars when, for a when, long period of time. When, when floor plan interest rates were next to nothing, um, you know, dealers didn't mind having cars sit on the lot. As floor plan interest rates continue to go up, the size of that check has has grown so much larger. Okay, so it it costs a lot of money to have a car sitting around. Um, so yes. So we're getting all sorts. Thank you, everyone in the community, hitting on that. And again, to your point, Dad, the manufacturer provides floor plan assistance yes and like they the dealer was just pocketing that in times when vehicles were sitting you know just if to... if 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 you ordered a car and you pick up the car as it comes in well guess who's not paying any floor plan yep. on that car there's no floor plan interest to be paid on that car so if the floor plan assistance from the manufacturer was 453 dollars guess what that 453 dollars is 
is profit. And here's the other thing that you have to think of. For instance, when when we were asked, well, if the dealer sells it at, at, at invoice, are they making money? Yeah, there's the under the line money. But don't forget dock fees. Now, in some states like California, they're capped at $85. In in Maryland, they're capped at, at $500. Okay? Um, but if you sell a car at invoice, there's still $500 just in dock fee profit yeah, in yeah. Maryland. If you're in Florida, where dealers are charging $999. Yeah. And that we're not even yeah, we're yeah. not even talking about holdback floor plan assistance, marketing assistance, anything else from the manufacturer. We're we're just talking about a pure profit center. Hey pops, just yes. want to pull up car questions answered. Great yeah. YouTube channel, Brandon. We've had him yes. on the show a couple of times with smaller used car dealers, which Brandon is. Yes. The term rates are done over 60 to 90 days, not regular APR. So floor payments can pile up really quickly. Yes, there you go. Can. Great yeah. insight yes. from from a dealer that from works. somebody who has to deal well he doesn't deal with it but but there are dealers that, but he knows yep yep absolutely yeah. all right then we've had a couple other questions come in here uh, mark wants to know if we subscribe to the ya to youtube channel does it automatically change over it automatically changes over mark so you are all set over there thank you for your patience dealing with us yes as we're going through all these and pops i've seen a few people bring up tesla wanting to know our take on that to be very clear we think the tesla news will continue to drive down it already is driving down used ev prices and used tesla prices it should drive down the market in general because there's just going to be yes. more and, and you, know. you know i mean it's 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 certainly going to impact the ev market the fact that the yep. tesla has reduced pricing as much as they have and it is it has served notice to the legacy manufacturers that they are going to have difficulty in being able to produce EVs and have them be profitable, A, for the manufacturer and B, for the dealer. Because as we know, many of the Ford EVs, there's very little or no yeah. margin built in between the invoice and the MSRP. And Ford, as the manufacturer claims, that they're not really making any money when they wholesale these cars to their dealer body. Okay, well, if they have to lower their pricing because Tesla just lowered theirs, well, that's going to make it even harder. 100%. I would think. So, um, and and the good news is um, that suddenly it, it's helping to make some EVs more affordable for more people, which should also bring uh, downward pressure on those who are still producing the vast majority of their cars as internal combustion engine cars. They're going to need to make those cars less expensive so that they can compete against the EVs. Net, net a good thing. Net, Absolutely. Net a good thing. Crazy. Truly yeah. crazy what Tesla now, did, but now, a good thing. You know, the, 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 the people that got screwed are those who had just purchased their new Teslas. Yeah a few days or a few weeks prior to the huge price reduction. But other than that, it, it's a boon to the market. Oh, what? Really? You, you got to be kidding. The hands there. Yeah, well, you know, that was, uh, that was American this is sign quality. language for you. Quality, be kidding quality. Me. All right, Dad. Every day we get dozens of folks in our Instagram DMs. This one yes. came in yesterday. A former Carvana employee saying, hey, I don't know if this is legit or not, yeah. but I got someone contacting me on LinkedIn, and this is what they said. Yeah. Carvana Securities Litigation. 
Perfect. My name is Jackie Cahill, and I'm an investigator at L.R. Hodges & Associates. We have been retained by the law firm, blah, 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 which is pursuing shareholder litigation against Carvana and certain of its current and former executives to investigate facts related to the litigation. The litigation revolves around previously undisclosed problems with Carvana's business model during and after the COVID pandemic that have contributed to the company's stock price falling more than 98% over the last year. I've been speaking with former employees about these topics and was hoping you might have a few minutes to speak with me on the telephone. Wow. Again, that is a former Carvana employee in our Instagram DMs sharing that direct message from their LinkedIn of someone doing litigation research or research for potential litigation against Carvana. Can't imagine why. Really? You got to be kidding me. <laughs> what do you think? The, the book, because there will be a book. There's definitely some author out there who's been digging into this and like, there's going to be a book. The Rise and Fall of Carvana. Yeah, you know. probably whoever wrote the books about Enron can write the book about Carvana. I mean, it's, um, think about a $60 billion company to in a year. I mean, that's a, that's book worthy. That's book worthy. Well, yeah. I mean, today they're worth about $1.31 billion um, compared to the $60 billion they had been worth. Um, but I, I think to a certain degree, it speaks volumes to how Wall Street looks at some of these things. And and how people can fall in love with things without them really understanding everything behind it. These are not car people that are running it. These are people whose specialty is selling loans. Loans. Yeah. And then to subprime and, taking advantage of subprime customers. That's yes. That's and, dry and, time. And, that's then, and then turning around and packaging those loans and then selling them to somebody else. Yeah. Um, so there's a huge difference between car people and finance people. <laughs> That's all I'll say. Definitely. Yes. Definitely. All right, Dad, let's turn our attention to what's on your wrist today. And also, kudos to you. You just color coordinate like a pro. What's on the wrist, Dad? Well, it's my Sega Design mechanical watch, the Series X Gorilla. Of course Gor it is. Yeah. If, well, and it's in black and orange for the Phoenix Suns. The Gorilla is the... Uh, mascot of the Phoenix Suns. Now, as you can see on mine, I actually... Um, you look better than this guy, by the way. Uh, well, you know... Wait, I'm, hit I'm, that pose really quick. One second. <laughs> uh, anyway, I, I opted to buy the additional orange band, wristband for it, um, because I, I really wanted to coordinate a little better than just the black on orange. No, you look great. You yeah. really do. So... This is another one of those skeleton watches. It's see-through. It's a mechanical watch, and it's uh, one of my larger watches, face-wise. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it, it's a. You it, compensating for something there? Or? Oh, I could be. It's a big <laughs> ass watch. That's all I'm going to say. It's got a big <laughs> ass face. Uh, you know, some people go with big pickups. What can I tell you? I go with big watches. Oh, uh, yeah, we've got here. Dad. You know, apparently they looked at it. It was a it was a wall clock. And somebody <laughs> said, "Why don't Why don't we put a wristband on it? We'll see if we can sell them as watches." Bro, yeah, you should just buy a Rolex since you make so much. You will never buy a Rolex. You'll never spend the money on on a watch. Oh hell no! Yeah, um, I I own a Rolex, but that was given to me by the Penske organization. Um, and I own a uh, a Cartier Santos, and and that was given to me by the nice folks at uh, Acura when I won a sales contest. But no, I personally would never spend the type of money it takes to buy a good, a really good quality watch. Yeah, no, I know, I know you do yeah. well. Yeah. All right, folks, just want to remind everyone the transition. I can piss away my money on a lot of things. Yeah, but yeah. 
but but I ain't pissing big money away on watches. The transition is in motion. CarEdge.com. I got to fix this logo. I don't know why it's so tiny, but CarEdge.com. Let us help you buy, sell, insure, protect, finance, or refinance your vehicle. And Pops, I'm working on it. It's yeah. still a work in process, but if you scroll down, scroll down. There you are. Look how peaceful you look. Scroll down, scroll down, scroll down for <laughs> yeah. the resources right here. I'm starting yeah. to put the coaches on. Oh, the page. look at that. Just look a little sneak this. peek. Yeah. Just a little sneak peek. You got real people helping real people, people save, save real, real money. money. Yeah. Anyway, car on a daily friggin' basis. On a daily friggin' basis. Yeah. CarEdge.com, go check it out. The transition is happening. Let's call the show. Yes. We'll be back tomorrow. Any porting shots? Um, no, we'll just be back. How you feeling? Home. How you feeling? I know coming into today's show, you were a little, a little verklempt. Oh, I feel, I feel, you feel gym, better. I feel a gym, uh, gym. I can't say the words I want. I feel gym dandy. Tell if you guys don't mind in the chat. Tell my dad to have a good, happy, positive day. Right? Life is. I was, I was in a bad mood yesterday. You were in a bad mood today. But I think doing the show, I feel good. I, feel I, good. I you did feel the good? show. I, I, I brought up my level for the show. What do you want from me? I just want to. I just want. <laughs> I want you to be happy, man. I just want you to be happy. Okay, I'm happy. You happy? I'm happy. Okay. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go home and have some soup. No, we got to film a video first. Like I said, I'm going <laughs> to film a video and then go home and, and have some soup. There um, it is. Thank yeah. you, guys. We appreciate the positivity. We well, really, really Thank you very do. much. And remember, we'll be back here tomorrow at noon Eastern, 9 specific, with more news that you can use from Car Edge. <laughs> we'll work on that. Yeah. See you guys. <laughs> Join us again next time. Which is probably tomorrow. To get the news you can use from YAA. YAA is your trusted source for all things auto. Thanks for listening. See you soon.